Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome to Owen Town. Here's what's coming up today. Oh, by the way, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy welcome to 2023. Uh, a fine, fine festive fair for Luton Town this season when we went through the whole of the Christmas period and got 9.7 goals. We put that sky jinx to bed. And to cap it all, we had that long-awaited win at Loftus Road, which was a fantastic performance. With me tonight, just Pataro, because Luke's working. Uh, but Tyra, Happy New Year! Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, it was. It was okay. Yeah, it was all right. It was all Thank right. F- uh, football was fine, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, that's that's the main thing, isn't it? Well, actually, no, I probably should rephrase that. If, uh, firstly, Dave, how was your Christmas? Let me get out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christmas was fine. Christmas was fine. I enjoyed every moment of it. I enjoyed the Christmas pod. I enjoyed all the feedback we had from that, and. And genuinely, I thoroughly enjoyed the football. Mm. The football oh, has been amazing. Yeah. Um, what we thought we'd do this evening is just um, go through the three games, really. We'll, we'll spend a little bit of time on the first two, and then I think it, we'll give it a little bit more on, on the Huddersfield game, because that was the most recent one. So um, despite all the times I said during our podcast I wasn't going to go Boxing Day, <laughs> I went. <laughs> yeah. I went, and I'm so glad I went. Norwich City at home, Boxing Day. Um, yeah, the crowd was a little bit sparse. Because of you know the timing of it, and to but be fair, I can I'll be the first person to say I was not there on Boxing Day. But you watched it, right? Of course, I watched it. Yeah, obviously, I had things going on. Obviously, I had my little one, blah blah blah. But anyway, so changes yeah. for that game was um, Bell, Bell. Bell was brought in, obviously, to replace Potts. And from memory, I think we started pretty decently. I thought we had a pretty good start to the game. Um, did it come across like that on the television? Oh yeah, hundred percent. We. Against Norwich, we against were Norwich. fantastic. That first half, honestly, I, I, I couldn't work out how it weren't two to three goals up at half time. <coughs> I think there was obviously you had the, I think the free kick from James Bree that was saved onto the bar and the rebound. That was first half, yeah. yeah. Um, and what about the header from uh, Adi Bayo? The Adi Bayo header, I would have my head in my hands. How did he not score that? Do you remember that one? Adi Bayo's header? Yeah. Sure, it was, what, the locky one, you mean? Back post? No. The ball got flipped back in and then Lockyer missed it, that one. Was that Lockyer? It was Lockyer. Are you sure? 100%. I'll give you that then. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I had camera angles from the TV from Sky, so I was, uh, yeah. That's the one you're on about anyway. There was one, I I, did, I thought it was Adi Bayo myself, but um, there was one where the, the the head was, it was easier to score than, than not score. You know what, the one where it's a back post, it's come back in again at the back post, and he flicked it like that and it's gone wide. Yeah, if you say so. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, not, yeah, so yeah. maybe we're talking You've about been different drinking goals. too much, though. Well, there was. could be that. But yeah. what I'm saying is, we created so many opportunities, and, and and in that first half, you're thinking, well, Norwich surely Norwich can't be that bad the whole match. Surely they're going to pick up at some point. I know they had their problems. I know they're just recently relegated. However, um, you wouldn't have guessed they were in the Premier League, and we no. haven't been. No, to be fair, I mean, if you looked at both teams, you would have looked at us and gone. 
Wow. Well, as a neutral, I know for a fact that you would have gone, wow, Luton, were they the team that, if you hadn't watched football before, you'd have gone, Luton <coughs> team that got really good from Premier League. If you said one of them had, you'd have thought it'd been us. Yeah. Because we, we looked like we had the quality of player, we looked more organised, considering like, you know, Rob Edwards has come in, done a fantastic job so far. Hey, we're going to talk about Rob Edwards yeah, in a bit, yeah. Obviously, we'll get into that, but... But the new manager bounces there, isn't it? Yeah, no, of course. And it was it was almost like we'd been playing under him and he'd been coaching us for the last sort of like, I don't know, six years. Because so everyone knew what they were doing. What do you think? Let, let's just talk about it now. What do you think has changed since he's come along? Because I feel that the, the team are are looking quicker at the moment and faster to the ball and they, they seem to be playing a little bit better than they did under Nathan. Am, am I right or wrong? Or is it just because um, I'm under the euphoria of having three wins in a row? I think, well, mate, well, look, let's stay, let's stay level, to be fair. But I know what you're saying. You've got a point. But I think at the moment, I think it's... I know they keep saying that things haven't really changed and how we play and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like under Rob Edwards, currently in the situation we're in, we're playing more on the front foot rather than on the back foot. Not the back foot, I hate that term, but more on the fact of, unless it's like a character. On Nathan Jones, we were known as a team that had like less than 40% possession... But the, and like do you know what I mean, and slow teams yeah. down, etc. Whatever else, and then and then counter attacks were made. Basically, like we were known for uh, what's the word? Um, when you take your chances, like you get two chances. What's, what's the what's the word? Come and help me out. I've had a few beers. <laughs> counter attacking football, you, you know? Say, yeah, like, you know when you like you, you get like two chances in the whole game, you take both. And what's that? What's the, what's the term you use for that? It's very two goals. <laughs> no, no, David, come on, man, come on. Yeah, we're very precise with what we do. I, I can't think of the word you Not want consistent. me to say. Yeah, you know I don't. I, mean. I know what you mean, though. Um, yeah. Well, if you think about that with with uh, Rob Edwards, um, I found the football more exciting recently, mm-hmm. so I'm quite happy about that. And you think about how exciting it was when Campbell got the goal at Norwich. I mean, that strike was brilliant. Mm-hmm. But he actually, uh, what did he get? He picked the ball up like that, thirty yards Just out, nicking the ball, dude. Yeah, nicking the ball. Nicking he, the ball. Campbell, he, he's everywhere. You cannot. Think of our starting lineup without him in it now. No, of course. I mean, you, you see Alan Campbell, and you think he's pick a pocket or two, don't you? Because let's face it, that's all he does. He just nicks the ball off every single person that he's around. And, it, the, and yeah. the strike for the goal. Oh, it's brilliant. I mean, we've seen it over the last couple of days as well, like the QPR game, obviously the game yesterday against Huddersfield, and et cetera, and whatever else. But this guy, he is, he's like a, a little bubble of, Theft, <laughs> bubble of theft. Yeah, cause that's a new phrase. Because any time like you're in that sort of like zone of Alan Campbell, the ball is sticking to Alan Campbell. It's going back to him. He's getting that ball back. He's a brilliant it's player, like a magnet, and he deserved the goal. Sixty-one minutes, one 0 It's nothing more mm-hmm. than Luton Town deserve. Uh, and then we get a red card for Osho. Now, for me, what peed me off more than anything else was the first yellow. Yeah, yeah. Was never a yellow in a million years. But once you're on a yellow card. You've got to be a little bit more uh, careful, haven't you? You know that yeah. even as wrong as the as wrong as the first yellow card was, you as a player then have to think. Listen, I can't get myself in any more yeah, trouble. And it was a it was a clumsy challenge, wouldn't you say? Oh, of course. I mean, it, it was. It was. Uh, well, I say clumsy. You knew what he was doing. I think he pulled back his shirt as well, didn't he? Yeah. He grabbed him, whatever else. But like you say, the first one. Okay, going back to it, it was. I'll be honest. The decision was pathetic from the referee. He yeah, has won the ball. I mean, yeah. you can see it clear on the TV. I mean, I don't know about you at the time, if you'd seen it or whatever else. But No, I couldn't understand uh, the first one. I, obviously, until I watched it back on television, I didn't really realise how poor that decision yeah, was. Yeah, straight away, I'm screaming at the TV, going, he's got 
ball, he's got the ball, he's got the ball. How the hell? You can see the ball's like being trapped by basically stopped between the two players. Yeah. And you think, oh, here we go. Like, he's not going to get booked. It's a free kick. Fine, we'll get on with it. And he gets booked. You think, oh, geez, like, come on, man, what's going on? But it, but knowing but, that, but knowing that, then you have to be more careful. But yes, but the second one was some people might, well, I'm, I was about to say stupid, but was it stupid in the end? Probably not. Well, with hindsight, no, because no. because of the result. But at the time, and I think was it Pookie that was going through as well, yeah, whoever it was. But he might have got something out of that. You never know. Which then has changed like the dimension of the game. So, look, although the dimension can't. of the game was 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 challenged after he got sent off, uh, and then Norwich did equalise, and then but, you thought, yeah, but yeah, but you look at it this way, did it kind of help us a little bit? Did uh, they come out and think, oh, we can we can push on? Did it open spaces for us then to? Well, maybe so. That, that's see. a good point. At the time, you're thinking, we played this well, yeah. we haven't converted our chances, let's not let this go now. Let's not let uh, all the effort we've put in end up with zero. Um, and, you know, could we have done better for the Pookie goal? Because uh, there are some people that would say, maybe Horvath could have done better. Yeah. I, th- I personally think he could have saved it. I mean, I'd, I'd love to know people's opinions on this. I mean, if people would like to let us know what they think on this. But for me personally, I think he went down... A bit too early on the dive. Don't get it wrong; it was, it was a it was a good strike. Dan Potts got centre on his way because he was he. I think he slipped over or whatever happened to Dan Potts. Right, but, but yeah, for me, I mean, look, the ball's going across the goal. He's edge of the area, whatever else. And then has to for me he has to stand up and save it. He has to get to it. I don't know. I think that could be a little bit harsh, in my, in my opinion. However, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. However, right. let's let's just go and think. The manager then decided, time for a change. On comes Woodrow. Yeah. Uh, inspired us, as far as I can say, four minutes on the pitch. <laughs> um, what a goal to win it! Oh wow! I mean, look. I think was it a throw in from the right hand side, wasn't it? Was it Bree? And then into uh, was it Clark? And then Clark wins the ball like he just. Dives in. Clark winning the ball was brilliant. Commitment, one hundred percent. Another commitment. player that you don't want not to yeah. start. A hundred percent commitment. For what he done? He jumped into it, sort of like he hooked, I think he sort of like flicked the ball on a little bit for Woodrow. And I'll be honest, right? Everyone goes on about Woodrow's finish, but I'm I'm sorry for me. I keep saying it. The first touch from Woodrow. It's the first touch for me that makes that goal. It, it, is it took it away from the player quite easily. He was it? so calm. Yeah. It, honestly, he was like, he was chill as anything. He, was he knew like, where that was yeah, going. Oh, 100%. And then you look at it, it's not like he, he doesn't smash the ball. He doesn't smash the ball at all. He actually, you watch the, the finish, he cuts like underneath the ball. He, yeah. he, it was planned. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm I'm hit, hit my target. This. I'm hitting my target, yeah. The only thing that disappointed me about that game um, was the fact that we didn't sing We've Only Got 10 Men when we won. Yeah. That's the uh, only thing that disappointed me. I mean, what a way to start the Christmas period. Uh, and then a few days later, we trek off to London. And for those of us that went, early kickoff, Sky again. And um, Early kickoff? A later ki- well, er, later life. kickoff, that's what I meant. Uh, see, I was a bit drunk. You then, mean obviously. the shit time for a kickoff? Yeah, that's I was, what you yeah. Meant. yeah, yeah. I didn't <laughs> want to say that. Um, firstly, what I want to say about it was uh, the atmosphere at Loftus Road from Luton Town supporters was amazing. It was a really good, proper away game. And it was full of voice, full of, uh, full of encouragement for the team. And the team performed just as well, didn't they? Let's have mm-hmm. a, you know, we have not won there, was it, 38 years? Something stupid like that. 1984, was it? Last is, that, time? is that that long ago? Is that 28 years or 38 years? I don't know my maths anymore. But I'll work out we, that. We haven't, you yeah, go for it. We haven't won there for ages, but we started right on the front foot. From minute one, we was on them. Mm-hmm. 
again, is, is this a Rob Edwards influence? I don't know. But from minute one was on it and, you know, we silenced their fans super quick. Yes, and like you say, was it within 10 minutes, wasn't it? Uh, Morris gets the goal. Well, the Morris goal, again, was was a bit of genius. Was, was it um, Alfie? Alfie Doughty with the yeah, assist. Yeah, Doughty yeah, yeah. with the assist. Um, runs the, thing I through, like yeah. about, the thing I like about the Morris goal there was how quick he decided to shoot. I mean, you know, through the legs of a QPR player, oh, maybe that's a bit fortunate. Yeah. However, the quickness of what he wanted you to do. You make your own fortune, Dave. That's the thing. You make your own fortune. And he, the thing is, right, I mean... So I'm about to say, yeah, oh, I would have hit my left as well. I love a left foot shot, but obviously I'm not a professional, I'm shit. But Morris, that goal there just proves to me that this guy can do it all. I think we all know this anyway, but that proved to me, I mean, left foot, right foot, you know, he can with his head as well. But I, this, this goal here, it's almost like the ball comes to him. There's nothing else in front of him. He can't pick out a pass. There's players, there's the defenders in front of him, like whatever else. He just, he, he thinks, ah, do you know what? I'm going to cut across this. And he cuts across it so perfectly. The ball just, it's like a daisy cut. It slides, it, it, yeah, it's it so slides fast it. paced as well. It was a brilliant, brilliant goal. And Fantastic what a goal. dream start. And clearly that set us off in the crowd mm-hmm. really well. Um, I don't think we was ever in trouble in that game. I don't, I don't remember really yeah. thinking Queen's Park Rangers might score a goal in that first half. I can't remember I anything that says really that. Having a shot on I mean, all I do recall having a shot on target. But nothing, nothing, that but it. nothing yeah. that you thought, oh, we're on the back foot here again. No. Um, and then we, we, we steam out in the second half, 47 minutes, so two minutes in. And again, it's Morris at the end of a cross, uh, fortunately headed on by uh, a Rangers uh, defender. I was even offside, but yeah. But he did so well to get there. And... Let's face it, that that finish is not easy as well. No, not, they not easy up at all. The football league show, I think it was it uh, Clinton Morris, Mir- Morrison, Clinton Morrison. But yeah, he <clears throat> he was one that said, "Yeah, that's not an easy finish." Like obviously, whatever you make, whatever you think about him, whatever else. But it's true. Like there was so much praise for Luton after that because it's almost like we're seeing Luton now creating creating goals, scoring goals that your top teams would score, and you go, "That's the difference." And then the goals that we need to score. Well, that is the difference, isn't it? Making your chances count. Mm-hmm. And that's what we failed to but do. Difficult finishes I mean, as well. Difficult yeah. finishes in there as well. They are very, very difficult finishes, especially that second one, like you say. It was a flick off from their defender. Morris then has to anticipate where the ball's going. And if you see the connection he gets onto it as well, oh, it's brilliant. He doesn't, sl- doesn't swipe it, he doesn't smash it, he just. Guides it oh, in. He just sticks his he foot there, doesn't guides he? Guides it in. Yeah. And, and he gets a toe onto it. But that's the difference, isn't it, between us now and us a few months ago when we were complaining about not taking those chances mm-hmm. and then not converting, uh, you know, one point into three or holding on to one point because we played so poorly at home. Um, and at 2-0, you're thinking, this is this is probably done, but don't let Queen's Park Rangers score. And they had a couple of moments where you thought, mm, maybe they could. Uh, and then we were treated with a special Christmas goal. Oh. I mean, the move up to that goal from yeah. across the field, like five passes until... Uh, this, uh, this goal needs a special mention. We need to focus on this for a bit longer. This you goal. describe it to me then. Oh, I mean, I'll be honest, I was a bit jealous that I weren't there yet again. I feel like a real bad fan right now. I wasn't even there at the QPR game either. Thank, to be fair, I'm thankful because I would not have spent £36 on the ticket because I, I, I had a virus as well. I was, in, I was absolutely floored with a virus at the time. I spent that, 30 quid, mate. I took yeah. the cheap seat. However, having said no, that... No, no, yeah, but you had a decent view. I saw your view was like... So, ha- yeah. Having said that, when that ball left out his foot... 
Everybody wow. knew where it was going. And then Alan Campbell celebrated quite early. Um, yeah, yeah, hands straight up, weren't it? Like, but yeah. that hit in the back of the net sent the crowd into euphoria. It was an amazing goal. But everyone goes on about the strike. Can I say the build-up is the best thing about that goal? The first touch from Morris, I mean, the way the ball was drilled, it was almost not drilled into him. It was almost like, well, it kind of was drilled in. It was chipped into him at a, at a very fast pace. He did well to and control he's it. it. He's just cushioned he it. He did well to do Around and to know where the anticipation where Dowie was going as well, and, and to know where he was going to go. Oh, Fantastic. And if even if he didn't meant it, he put it in the right place. Surely that's coached. That has to be coached. Well, you'd like to think so. Has to be. He has to know that when Dowie comes in, he puts the ball and he starts running. <laughs> and for Morris to know, I mean, unless Morris is a is a mind reader and he's a very, I mean, we know he's an intelligent bloke, but unless he's a genius, that has to be coached. I'm sorry, and if it's not coached, then. Wow, um, oh, that's, um, that's something what? else. That really is what an absolutely corker of a day out there oh, that was. Yeah, I, you'd be on the goal at that point, would you? When that went in. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. It was. It was behind that goal, and uh, just to say, the atmosphere on that away game is probably one of the better ones this season. In fact, uh, one of the best ones for a long time away. Hmm. I think everybody was in it. Everybody really wanted to win, um, and really, you know, let's be fun, let's be fair. Uh, at the start of the season, when we played them at home. Um, QPR thought they were going to win the bloody league at one yeah. point so you know th- I know that they have been in a bit of bother uh, with results recently but off the back of Norwich you're now thinking what, six out of six and you know we've got potentially if you had to look at those three fixtures potentially the third one you're thinking well this must be the easier of the three and that's always a mistake to make isn't it yeah, never. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no easy. Like I say, there's no, never any easy games. Don't ever judge like, a fixture or whatever else. Because I mean, look, we lost to Wigan for fuck's sake, and they're bottom of the table, and we've beaten I think the top four or five or whatever. So well, I, what I think about when you when you look at the say. top when you look at the top six or eight teams, we've had good results against lots of them, mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of one who we won't re- we won't repeat again. However. So we go off to, to Huddersfield, um, scenes from obviously the playoffs last year, last season, uh, something we wanted to put straight. Um, so when you think about it, 3-1, oh, sorry, 2-1 away after a 3-0 and a 2-1 at home, you've got to be happy with that. Look at you, Shaggy. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Especially in the manner as well. So we asked you for your three-word reviews on the Huddersfield game, and we've got a couple here that I'd like to read out. Uh, JP says, immense comeback win. Nick, sweet, sweet victory. Dan, revenge is sweet. I like Rob's pitch invasion cancelled. Thomas, Burke, striker finish. Uh, Kilty, nine masses points. Danny, a new manager bounce. We've sort of mentioned that already. Kate, ground it out. And George, super Robbie Edwards. Any of those pick up? Yeah, I'll be honest. The, the first one I've seen there that stands out is for me is the um, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, there. You should stop drinking that whiskey, mate. <coughs> no, it's not even that. It's not beer that time. Jesus. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, but yes, uh, ground it out. That like Kate said there. It was the first time under Rob Edwards, obviously a bar in the middle of the game, that we've ground that result. And let's face it, we were the better team first half against Huddersfield. Second half, I thought we were really poor. But we ground out result. We we found a way to win. We came from behind again. Well, I say again. We came from behind to win a game, and that for me is the most impressive thing. I mean, you can go to QPR. Okay, if winning three 0 I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do. We won three 0 It was comfortable. We, the game was already over. Sort of like after a certain amount of time, we knew this. I know we don't like to say it, but it was true. But 
against Huddersfield, I felt like it was a tougher game because it's almost like first half we were so good. We went a goal down. We missed, I think, an opportunity from Adi Bio and whoever else. But it was almost like you couldn't see much happening in the game. Well, don't forget, though, that Huddersfield had not come out of the festive period too bad either. They, no, no, they'd no, won two on the bounce as well. So they were, they were looking for... Yeah. They were looking for that third that takes them out of that relegation zone. Um, and to say that we started well, I totally agree with you. Um, I think we got our first opportunity after about 10 minutes. Um, yeah. Is it Adibai, wasn't it? The, uh, the splitting passes yeah, again, wasn't it? How on earth? Are we? No, well, Morris, wasn't it? Adibai, yeah, but when yeah. it was Morris Adibai. But when Adibai was running at this, this target, I would have said last season he would have scored that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Or put, pick someone out at least, yeah. And so, you know, you get a glorious chance like that and you're thinking, will the next one come uh, to us? Um, Jacob's written down here, Nichols saved well, but I think he gave him too much of the ball. I'll be honest, I think it's, I said yes, so as well. He did, the goalkeeper did very well. Look at what he does, his position, his body and his legs. It, it, was a fa- it was a brilliant save, to be fair. A lot of goalkeepers don't save that. But, but like last say, se- would you say last season, Adi Bear would have scored that? It's a tough one. It's a tough one to say, to be fair, because it's the way he runs in at the angle as well. He runs it at the angle. It's it's not an easy chance. He's running from I think thirty five yards out. I d- listen. I, and I he has to calm. He has to calm himself down and slow himself down and think, where am I going to put this? And then the goalkeeper. He's a good goalkeeper, Lee Nichols. I hate yeah. to say it. He's yeah, yeah. played for the yeah Milton yeah. Keynes tosses, but yeah, he's played for them and he's a very good goalkeeper. But and he's done very well. Yeah, maybe you could say, oh, he maybe he should have scored. I'm not going to be too harsh on him, I'll be honest. I'm not. Well, listen, I don't want to be harsh on Adi Bayo because I think he put a real shift in on that match. I think he, oh, he worked really, really, really well. hard. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's just that, you know, you, you, we're all, as supporters, we're all willing him to get back on the goal-scoring mm. machine that he used that he was the season before. Uh, and it's disappointing that that didn't go in. And then, you know, to, to add rub salt in the wounds, Huddersfield had the first shot on goal and it goes in. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a... Mm. Bad one, that. Go on then. Awful goal as well, wasn't it? Well, I think it was an awful goal. Um, really awful goal. I'm sorry, but that Jack Redoni, the geezer, that's, he turned us down in the summer. Not that I'm bitter about it or anything. but um, <laughs> You don't sound it. No, nah, I don't care anyway. But what I'm saying is um, the the fact that he's, I think he's cut in past like one or two players. And he, he sm- well, he, I say sm- he scuffed the ball so badly. It's gone to their players. Why was there no one anticipating that? Why was their guy left? I don't know who scored. I can't remember his name, but why was that guy left in ten yards of like room? Yeah, where is everyone, where is everyone bro- defending it? Oh, as soon as the ball broke to him, you yeah. thinking, yeah, it's going. And go. next minute, he's got the ball and he's pinged it across Horvath into the bottom corner. And you're yeah. thinking, you just think to yourself, how, why, how's that happened? Well, especially because we were so on top um, of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the thing that annoyed me more was the fact that it was their first chance. And to be fair, like also going back onto that goal as well, I think it was Amari Bell had him in the corner as well. Oh, yeah. From, from the it, yeah. start of it, I yeah. forgot about that. How do we forget about that? I'm sitting there moaning about how Rodoni's scuffed a shot. No, and um, how Bell should have not let him get fast in Bell there. should not be letting him get out of there. No. Not that, like that, that anyway. Absolutely not. Absolutely and he's not. absolutely done, Bell, and it's like, oh, fucking hell, what's going on here then? Like, no, you, you pointed that out on the day as well. It was shocking. It, it was should, so should bad. should never have happened. However, however, let's think about what happened then. Because it's the first time that, uh, apart from the Middles game, which we lost, it's the first game that we've had to chase a game mm-hmm. to try and win under Edwards. And this is exactly what we did. We, we, we picked up the game. And who's the man to make, make the thing, to, uh, sorry, to make the amends? Mari Bell scores the goal. 
Yeah, and he was a decent, Crazy, yeah. decent goal too. I remember shouting, I remember screaming, going, he's fucking about time, that's it. <laughs> about time Murray Bell scored again, blah, 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 blah. He's had to make amends to the foot. But anyway, but yeah, look, we'll see. I'm not a hater, am I? I like a Murray Bell, so. I mean, I, I, I suspect that if you was at the stadium, which sadly I wasn't this time, um, you wouldn't have realised that it'd gone over. But on the television, when you're watching live, it wasn't actually. It wasn't actually. It was. It was obviously. It was, uh, it was on, probably about this much over. But I called. Bit, I called it, it straight away. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a goal, and you could see it was a goal. I think by the referee's um, reaction, sorry, you knew it was a goal because the referee just stopped, didn't he? he? Looked at his watch like that, and then you could see his hands do. Yeah, goal. And you thought. Relief, and it, relief. But no more than we deserved. No. No more than we deserved, and you know, it just shows you there now that the, now we're. We've got the bit between our teeth and we're going to push on. Now, I think it was very scrappy, second half. Very scrappy. Yeah, it was, I'll be honest, it was one of the worst halves of football I've seen in a long time. And I've seen a lot of real bad foot matches in the last six months. And I think that was up there. We were, whether Huddersfield made it difficult for us to play, and maybe credit goes to them there going, oh, do you know what, just don't give anything away. Maybe, I don't know. But I think Luke, well, I mean, Luke, I mean, I quote him on this now. I'm pretty sure this is what he said as well. He can back me up next week or whenever it is. He's next back. He might not be back next week. But anyway, I'm sure he will. But um, I'm going to quote, he said, I feel like Huddersfield have had a, like the ball in that same corner of the pitch the whole game. And they kept taking throw-ins from the left-hand side. So their left wing attacking our goal. Yeah. And he kept saying, I'm sure they've had the ball in that area the whole game, the whole of the second half. But they created nothing. No, they created absolutely nothing. It was great. But I think I've read some comments online um, from Huddersfield supporters and all they kept saying was, look at Luton's front line. And then there was one Huddersfield supporter who wanted to say we were the better team, not Luton, but Huddersfield were the better mm-hmm. team. We were looking most likely no. to win. And the, re- the reply to that was, when Luton were chasing that game at the end, they loaded up the strikers and we did. Mm. We did. We uh, we would really want again, didn't we? Yeah, Woodrow came on. Uh, Louis Watson, give him a mention, though. Oh, what a game! Wow, wow, wow! Do you know what? I think he came off, didn't he, at some point? Yeah, he came devastated. off. He came off for Woodrow. Yes, yeah, and me going, oh, why would you take Watson off? Get a bit emotional about it. I thought he could. I personally, I'll be honest, I, not I wouldn't say he controlled the game. He wasn't the best player in the park, but that area, obviously, the where he was playing. It's good to see that we got a player there. It was intelligence. He knew where the ball was going or where he was going to play the ball before the ball came to him. He had that picture. He looked up. He looked left. He looked right. He looked behind him. He knew. He had the awareness, the whole spatial awareness of everything around him. And the the moment that summed it up for me is where the, he got the ball and the ball came to him and he stepped into it and then backed off and then run the other way and let the ball go past him. The awareness then to run onto the ball. He was doing it the whole game. It was almost like he was pivoting between spaces and he, can did, you, he did not lose the ball. Can you see him starting more in, in games to come? I mean, if he can do that every week. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not being disrespectful to Huddersfield, but it will come up against a lot better opposition. If he can do it against, you know, a top 12, I say, I say a top 12 side. I mean, say a top half team. I mean, you say, yeah, but you say a top half team, but Dave, these teams could be like 18th one week. And 12th the next week. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's yeah. one of those ones. I don't know what to say these days, but no, look, what I'm saying is, if you put him in there for the next three, four games and he can do it and looks comfortable and there's a pass succession rate of, say, like, I don't know, anything over 85% or whatever, 80%, I know it's a big ask, but I think from a holding midfield area, you need to have that. 
because nothing silly. Don't try and you know play too many range passes, whatever else. Try and keep it neat and tidy, and let your players ahead of you do that. But look, if he can do it, and he can, it, it, it's got to be off the ball as well. I mean, off the ball work is key for us as a team, so we, he has to be able to do that as well. But look, I mean, I'm sure he's still young. I can't see why he would do it. But look, like I say, give him the guy, give the guy some time, and we'll see. We can't leave this game without talking about the winner. And uh, Cameron Jerome came on another inspired substitution uh, for the last ten minutes, and he's sponsored by the Lady Oh, thank you very much. Um, and he set up the winner, uh, Bree to Bree, low cross to Burke. I, I'm sorry, I'm saying the word Burke, but Burke. Yeah. And he's in there, and he strikes it really well. Ah, oh, brilliant! It was a centre forward finish, wasn't it? Unbelievable. Crazy. And at the point of that, well, I think we all went a bit mental, didn't we? Oh yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, unfortunately, I knew I knew what happened because this twat over here, mate, yeah, that is me, always. Decides to go into my phone because I got a bit nervous and looked through all the football scores, blah 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 blah. And all of a sudden, as I was on my phone, about a minute before the goal, I was, you know, you know, on the yeah, yeah what he's watching was um, was slightly behind, suspended, um, yeah, and all of a sudden I've got a little. Ping on my phone, goal, Luton Town. And I've looked at it and I've just gone, see, you lot were like, what's going on? Were, were you laughing at me? So I was just sat there laughing to myself, weren't I? But the thing is, uh, despite that, it was well deserved. And to think that we, you know, we've had three games in, what, eight days, seven days, mm. something like that. And Literally seven days, I think, eight, yeah. That was the perfect Christmas period for us. And I don't think we've had a Christmas period like that for a long, long time. Probably going back to maybe non-league times. Maybe. We, I don't think we've done it in uh, non-league, did we? Uh, it, we? I did make a note of it, but I've forgotten to write. Oh, Dave. Bit, I think about 2000. Luke, hurry up and come back. Well, you're, you're, yeah, he's not very good anyway, at Anyway, what, I wanna, what <laughs> I'd like to say is, what a, what a brilliant Christmas period. Nine points. And even though I would have been happy with six, maybe seven, but nine is unbelievable. Sets us up quite well. We've got a little break coming up there. Stats and facts from the uh, foot mob. Um, Huddersfield, six shots, three on target. Luton, ten shots. That three on target, was it? Well, it says one on target here, but there's, there's no way we scored. We scored twice. Yes. Yes. Uh, I yes. don't like. It. And uh, <laughs> much, much deserved. Much, much deserved. Uh, let us know what you think of, of our Christmas festivity period. Uh, unbelievable effort by the lads, and I'm so proud that we got all nine points, and I managed to go on the Boxing Day, which I wasn't going to do. Um, <laughs> the problem we have with January is though. The transfer window opens. And now what we're going to think about is, can we retain our squad? Or can we retain those members of our squad? Well, you're worried about Nathan Jones taking some players. Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously Nathan is is struggling at Southampton, but, you know, he knew what he was going into. So if he comes trying to pick, who would he go for? Surely not. Surely he's not going to. Unless it's Morris, because Morris could be, I think he's the only one that could probably step up at the moment. That he might look at and go, we need a goal. We need someone to like make goals. But he's not taking no players. They're not leaving. Let's forget about that one and move on. So, what does Rob Edwards need to do in the January transfer window? We need a new centre half. <clears throat> I think everyone knows this. I'm, 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 am I wrong? I mean, I'm sure everyone agrees with this. And I think I've seen a lot of people have the same opinion. We need one centre half minimum. We are struggling defensively. 
Well, we are, but, you know... No, it's working. It is working, but you're right. You want someone who's yeah. there. Uh, do we go for loans? Do we sell a couple of players? Do, do Free transfers? Yeah, we I mean, for? who do we sell? Well, currently for me, no one. I mean, I saw a comment the other day, someone saying, oh, yeah, get rid of Osh. I was thinking, what? And what world would you sell Osh? Absolutely not. No way. This guy is... He's come on leaps and bounds as well. Can I just say, Osho, he, he deserves a space in and around the squad. But I think we need, you know, a bit of experience. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it, an old head might be worth worthwhile. An older head, not like an old head, like someone who's like way past it. I mean, an, an older head in like, you know, I'm going to say it, someone like Curtis Davis. Someone like back. Curtis Davis, wow. Not, I'm not saying he'll come back. I'm, I'm not saying like we'll get hit, like someone like him, but I'm just saying like, so I've experience said, has done it before. Who can then be called upon if we need him? I'm not saying he's going to start every week, but somebody can be called upon if we need him. I've said it in the past. Um, Nathan Jones sold Luton Town as a club to anybody who came to what he wanted to bring into the club. Do we think that Rob Edwards has the same pulling power? Well, I mean, surely like results and how we're playing football draws certain players in. If we're achieving, and he'll know a few players anyway. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's played for Wolves and whatever else, so he's he's in and around the setups and whatever. Else. So I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Look, I'm not saying pulling Pat. You, you say that about Nathan Jones though, but I just think how how how, how is he pull certain players? Well, no, I just think that the way that that Nathan probably sold Luton Town was a key to some people coming. I'm not saying Rob Edwards can't do it. I mean, Robert, I'm, I'm just Robert, saying, Robert is a much better looking man, so you never know. <laughs> You've got a man crush on I him, haven't no, you? To be fair, You've got a total yeah. man crush on him. No, but look, you see what I'm saying, though. He's he's a smooth he's a smooth operator. I mean, let's face it, he's a, he's a likable bloke. I mean, he comes across really nice in his interviews. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm taking to him already. You know this, yeah. And I think the majority of the Luton fan base are taking to him. It was difficult with the whole the link them down the road, but do you know what? Forget about that. He's a likable bloke, and I think he's. He's gonna I say pulling power, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, we're not gonna say it again, but um <laughs> <laughs> Stop but it, you're yeah, making yeah, your own yeah. jokes up now. <laughs> I, what I would say about uh the transfer window is I always panic because I don't know quite enough about who we should replace or who we we don't want to see leave. Obviously you'd be devastated if any of the, the the big first team has left. Your Alan Campbell's or yeah, no, of course. Clark He's or Morris. Campbell, yeah. yeah, I can see. But at this moment in time, they should be contracted to, to a good contract. And actually, if they're enjoying their football, mm-hmm. they'll stay. Um, we asked you guys, um, what does Rob Edwards need to do in the January transfer window? And Sharon says, sort out the players we have out on loan. Some of them need to go. Uh, get some defensive players. We keep losing them to injury or silly red cards. And bring Horvath on board permanently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know what? One hundred percent. Get Horvath. Get get him on board. One hundred percent. Get him. Just pay the money. If he's three million pound. Pay the three million pound. He's worth it. This guy has massively improved us as a goal in the goalkeeping region. Uh, well, that, that, I mean, that, I, I'd like to think so. And the issue uh, of that is that he'll get called back at some point. Yeah, this is it. But I'm pr- I'm sure. Uh, well, well, he's on the season loan. I, but. S- I see something. I don't know how true it is. Apparently, Forest have offered us something to say that we can sign him but like you say there is a lot of things going about but apparently I think three million pound or three and a half million pound is all it would take take him to loot him so Carter says uh, sell or show bring in two centre backs and a CDM decide on who we're going to try and keep out of the uh, out of the out of contract players in the summer and if possible offload for a bit of money in January if we can get better replacements Um, 
why would you sell Osho? This is what I said to you earlier, what, about 10 minutes ago, five, 10 minutes ago, why would you sell Osho? Why? Well, we can ask Carter again. Mo, Mo, yeah, I mean, Carter, you, I mean, if you like to message him on Twitter or whatever else or YouTube, I mean, you let us know why you'd get rid of Osho. I, I want to know why. I want three good reasons why. <coughs> because for me, Osho is getting better and better by the month, we'll say. Play holding midfield and he can play centre-back. Okay. Well, Mike says, not sure whether it was at Nathan or the club or both that prefer a permanent over loan. But uh, Rob Edwards may be happy to get a loan or two in from the Premiership, maybe. Uh, a centre-half or two, which would allow Osho to move as cover at CDM. There you go, like, like Osho cover, but do not get rid of him. Like Kate, says, uh, Kate says, and this is where I'm going with this one, uh, Kate, I can see one or even two of our forwards going. Probably Cornick, his contract is almost up. Uh, would love to see McAtee recalled as his replacement. A permanent keeper would be nice. Whether that be Horvath or someone new, I don't mind. Need, need, need to sign at least one defender. I don't think we disagree with you, Kate. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, not no disagreement there, of course, but McAtee recalled. Obviously, maybe Cornick going out. We've not really seen McAtee play. So, That's at true. the moment, I mean, let's keep Cornick. I mean, recall McAtee, yeah, fine, see how he gets on. If he's better than Cornick, I mean, see how it goes on. But, I mean, at the moment, Cornick has done nothing wrong either, so. Ad says, a centre-back as Burke is only good for 20 or so games a season. Wouldn't say no to a CDM on loan if Lansbury's going out long-term. Although I do really like the trio of Campbell, Clark and Pelly. Again, we're stacked there, so somebody will probably have to go. And finally, Luke and I, uh, we're two centre-backs and a CDM light, but there does there needs to be some remedial work done on the squad because he thinks it's too unbalanced. Too much fluff, nowhere near the first team, mostly out on loan currently. Whether that's a job for the mad January window or the sensible summer one, which makes sense. Yeah. All valid points. Let us know what you think. If you want to leave some comments on the video below or on our social media, we'd be loving to hear from you. Uh, next five games. Obviously, we've got a, an FA Cup fixture against Wigan. Uh, another stupid time for a kickoff, obviously. Uh, and then, so I'm hopeful we can we can win that one because it'd be nice to get a nice yeah. a nice Premier we, League we team since last time as well. It'd be nice to go to Premiership Premier League. Sorry. Uh, team in the fourth round or even all the way to the final I don't mind um, and then we have West Brom Wigan Cardiff and Stoke what do we want out of that if we get nine out of that that'd be amazing wouldn't it you say nine well I'm, I'm saying if we get nine there's four games there I mean, look. West Brom Wigan Cardiff Stoke are they all so winnable Wigan, yeah, they are they all win winnable that. so West Brom at home I mean we can get a result I mean West Brom are in a bit of form I, got you know, I'll be honest yeah, yeah, I'll take a draw against West Brom Wigan away I'll take a win it's four points Cardiff at home another win that's uh, seven points Stoke home a win or a draw so yeah it's eight, exciting. eight to ten points for me fantastic isn't it it's exciting times at Luton Town and for all us to supporters the new manager seems to be doing brilliantly mm-hmm. well uh, everyone's behind the team. It's a great start to 2023. Let's hope it ends well. Uh, Bataro, thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thank thanks for watching, everybody. Leave some comments below. Uh, Luke's back next week, hopefully, and uh, we'll all see you then. Thank you. Thank Bye. you very much.